The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire, call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square, push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon, tolerate diversity of thought, control their childlike emotional impulses, stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. We all out here in this world, and we all got to make it happen, and ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need to give a context. Welcome to a Metro <laughs> podcast. I need to give context yeah. for that clip. It says Vice tried to make. Let me read the context and then we'll play it again. Vice tried to make a sympathy piece about reintegrating sex offenders into society. And it ended with this. We all out here in this world. And we all got to make it happen. And ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude. Fucking chill the fuck out, man. The sex offender means like that's just like an open umbrella term. It could be anybody. But it's not like necessarily pedophilia. No. Oh, okay. Even if somebody says sends you nudes, that's just Some people, you know, it's just like the compulsions that we live under, right? Like some people just can't help themselves. It's like when you turn to someone who's three hundred and fifty pounds, you're like, just stop eating or like mm. stop putting X in your mouth and it's like it's like alcoholism. It's just that compulsion. And clearly <laughs> clearly as she Okay, we have another clip for you. The uh the the context on this one is the crowds in Atlanta really liked oversharing. Does anyone else have their husband shave their asshole? I can't. You make your husband shave your kind of simp is she married to that he's Damn. like you want to eat that ass you get in there and shave it first do girls have i mean i don't really know much about how hairy do girls assholes get shivam uh not a lot like i haven't seen it. and that's what the indian checks he's hooking up with yeah so. yeah, yeah yeah like the last few no like do girls get seen. like dingleberries do all girls how many girls do you think shave their asshole a lot i think so 
Really? Like, it also depends. I think it's also economical. Like, if they're like rich, <laughs> they would like shave it more often. They'll wax like it. Poor. Yeah, yeah, they would wax it too. But if they're like a little poor or whatever, like they don't do that often. Like, that's what I've noticed. I'm just thinking, are, are bushes going to make a comeback? Because all these ladies got out there and lasered them off. You no, know? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think a full bush ever will, but you know, maybe there's a moment in society where it's like, oh, we, we like a little hair down there and all these ladies. I think know, it'd just be a fetish. That's it. Maybe they have to get a, like a transplant, like a hair transplant. Right? <laughs> yeah. Pussy plugs. <laughs> they go to Turkey. <laughs> we got to Turkey. <laughs> just do it. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> maybe it's just keep being a fetish. That's it. Like. Because I don't think, it, in, even in boys, like, it's, like, gone. Like, I think, for me, like, I don't want to see somebody's, like, bush. I, did, like, are you okay with it? I, I'm not. It's funny when people have a one and you, they don't, like, realize it or they're not self-conscious about it. And yeah. it's like, why don't you care? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, don't yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that there's a level of social convention here that you should deal with this? Yeah. Plus, like, you look uh, at them with those like, Wow, you're really eyes. just living. It's like, yeah. yeah, you're really just, you're living, <laughs> eh? You really don't care what people think. People <laughs> say all the time they don't care what people think, and they yeah. do. Like, everyone does to a degree. It's just, like, differing degrees. Yeah. But I guess those, that's a sign that you really don't care. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll Or you don't care about others. <laughs> it's also, like, a plug to, like, stop yourself from having sex with, like, strangers. Like, if you know, like, you're bushy down there. Oh, but then the problem is, is you miscalculate. Yeah. That's happened to me before. Yeah. You miscal- or the other thing is, like, <laughs> one time I was, like, I didn't have the uh, the clipper. You know, like, the, you know, you can adjust the different levels. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. find those, so yeah. I just went all the way down to the bottom, which is basically, like, shaving it yeah. with a razor. Yeah. Um, And then just, like, went about my life. And I'm, like, ah, it'll grow in, in a couple of weeks, like, whatever. And then ended up hooking up with someone, like, a few days later. And there was like a moment where it's like three, two, one, and then my head I'm like, oh shit, I'm I'm a little boy down there. Oh, and, and the call and the person just went like, oh, this is really shaved. Oh shit, is that like a bad thing? No, I don't think so. No, but, but like that's what I heard a few days ago from another. Friend, well, like, it looks like a little child. I think that's the part that kind of is off-putting to people if you go down there. Is it like I had a. I had a manzillion wax one time for an article. That's where they wax like your cheeks, uh, between your cheeks, your taint, your yeah. gooch, uh, and then also like your balls and upper areas. So basically, like like how you looked when you were six, seven. Let's say. Where does this happen? Uh, they do them. They used to do. Well, they used to do it at this place in Toronto. I think I remember the name of it. It was like Ten Spot, maybe. But then they told me that this guy kept coming in. Some predator ruined the whole game for most of the gays in the city because some predator kept coming in and knowing that the women have to like handle your genitals essentially because you know they move things out of the way like they're pretty they're pretty liberal they come in there and they just really just they get they start grabbing your shaft and applying right right so i think if you're a predator you're like oh this woman like based on her job has to fondle my balls and has to like touch my dick and probably yeah you know for most people it's not a sexual service at all but this dude just kept coming in, probably was getting erections. And then, so then one time I wanted to get, uh, I don't want, I didn't want to do the full Monty, 
but I just wanted to do like my cheeks and my taint and my yeah. crack. Just I don't know. I was just in the mood. I was even, <laughs> I wasn't even hooking up with that. It was just yeah. it was just for me. I was just being a strong <laughs> woman. I grew myself for me. You know those girls. Yeah, yeah. I spend three hours doing hair and makeup for men not to look at me. I don't want men to look at me. No, don't look at me, please. It's not for your girlfriends. You're you're primping. You're primping yourself. But anyways, I went in for that, and the girl was like, "Oh, we don't do that anymore because of Phil." Yeah, and she told me the whole tale. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, what but I'm sure fuck? other places do it. I would, I would 100 go in just for myself. Probably someone on Craigslist will do it for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't know. And I'm sure it's just Phil. Like, hey guys, I would do it. It's Phil. Phil's <laughs> probably on there after after he got banned from the 10 spot. <laughs> it's just so fucking awkward because it's also like, can you blame Phil for the erection? No, I, right? I, I if would, he's just like, oh, like. I guess every once in a while you would, because I mean, my dad's job as a urologist is just like you, your nine to five is like forty dicks right in your palm, mm. and the like and five more after work. <laughs> <laughs> Business pleasure, right? You want to keep them separate. <laughs> keep separate. What were you gonna say? <laughs> Let's talk about my laser. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get so um, uh, once a year, I've talked about this on the show. Is that I um like to what I like to do is go and to a place. I don't really spend a lot of money on skincare. Um, I don't really think a lot of it does that much. Like I just do uh, sunscreen and a little retin A. And then once a year, I go to this place. Uh, my friend now, close friend of mine, uh, owns a place and essentially did this thing called the Halo Laser, where um get a little scientific. Uh, it's a uh, ablative razor. Ablative razor means it takes off a couple layers of your skin and then it's going to remodel the lower layers. I believe they call that the subdermis. Mm. So it's taking off layers of your skin while shooting microscopic holes in your skin and basically telling your body that your skin's damaged and it needs to rush it with collagen to refill it. And that sort of just like tightens the face, gets rid of all the brown, blah, blah, blah. So I did that um, on Tuesday. And I, the thing about it is, like, what you sign up for is you look crazy for four days. Oh, yeah? Um, one of the things I started doing was wearing a mask. And <laughs> <laughs> cosmetically, nothing to do with COVID. That shit doesn't work. But I started wearing the mask because I, you know, you have, like, little things. You have to go out in public. You have to, you can't just yeah, yeah. hide out completely for yeah, four yeah, days, yeah. right? You got to buy weed. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, literally the essentials. Like, the essentials. So I went into... Um, so I'm leaving the building. And the thing is, is when you're someone who's highly neurotic that is still wearing a mask constantly, um, people just expect that of you. But because so much of who I am is this person that wasn't even wearing a mask when we were supposed to be wearing a mask, <laughs> that then people that recognize you in the building and see you are very uneasy. Oh, yeah. Because it only there's only one explanation, and it's you're doing it out of courtesy because you have COVID. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yeah. So this guy I know gets in the elevator and sees me in a mask. You know, I, I recognize him. He always sees Bruce with me. And he sees me in a mask. And he's seen me, you know, not wearing a mask for over a year, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and uh, just kind of like looks at me. And this just I was I realized this is like weird moment. So then I had to clear the air. So I said, oh, I don't. I said, don't worry. I don't have COVID. I go, I just did this. And I pulled it off. And he goes, gee. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to explain that. Like I like I shocked him back. Like I literally like shocked him back to life. I was like, no, it's this. And he's like, oh. And he made a noise like, whoa. Whoa, that's a lot. It was so fucking funny. 
And then I went to the weed store and I had the mask on. And I, the lower half of my face wasn't that bad. And then I pulled it off to show them. And I was like, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. It just looks like a really bad sunburn. And then I pulled my hat off because my head was really bad. And yeah. she goes, well, it's really bad. And the other girl goes, you might want to put that back on. Oh, I was my like, God. Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put that back on. So you know, I was like, I thought you said it looked that bad. But anyways, it it, uh, it looks amazing. Like my skin literally looks amazing. Like it is so dramatic the effect. But I think because it takes off sort of that like brown pigment and tan, is that I look. It's making me look more pale. Like mm. which is fine. I just look more pale because I've removed. Because it's like certain people and they look like they kind of have a tan on their face. That's just like sun damage and brown over the years. So it actually removes it. So I look. Pale, not like Reddit or pale. Like I look like, <laughs> like I was trying to explain this to my friend. Like there's like pale, like Scottish pale, yeah. jeans pale. But yeah. then there's also like a different kind of pale, and it's like Reddit or pale. Like it's never just, leaving your parents' basement. Yeah. Don't really have yeah. access to like the sun, photosynthesis, n- nutrients, minerals, stuff, like human yeah. interaction. Yeah, yeah, it's that grayish. I, I know. Reddit or pale. I had a fetish one time about, like, I would see girls. What? No, no, no. This was, like, when I was a kid, when I was, like, 16, 17. I used to, like, search a porn interracial uh, between, like, like black, girl, black guys and, like, white girls that were, like, pale as fuck. And for some reason, I enjoyed it for, like, at least a month of my life. I was like... Whoa, this is it's fucking cool. It's because it's the dramatic contrast between yeah, the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maitland yeah. Ward, that I was doing some research before our interview, <laughs> which is a.k.a. her getting rammed by a nine-inch black penis. <laughs> but it's she's just so pale st- enough for that. She's pretty pale. She's pale, but not, like, I've seen some. But like, I'm talking really about, when pale. I was talking about Redditor pale, yeah. I was talking, like, gray. There's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it. It's, like, super white. Lack of blood flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. There's, like, a nice peachy uh, yeah, yeah, Jessica yeah, yeah, Chastain pale. Yeah, you know no, no tint of orange in the whole skin. But I'm talking about people who look like they just, like, were in a cult underground and escaped. Yeah. That kind of vibe. They sleep in a morgue, yeah. Yeah, like, that kind of, like, yeah, that kind of pill. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah a, I get it. it. It looks unhealthy. It, it does. It, it does just looks look unhealthy. unhealthy. Looks like a different, like, it looks like alien people. Like, it doesn't look like from this planet, honestly. It's yeah. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's something. So I saw um, I saw the movie Bros, uh, which is the gay rom-com movie. Um, it's about a gay podcaster. Funny. <laughs> Uh, neurotic. I wouldn't say I'm really neurotic occasionally, but um, <laughs> it, it was. Um, I would say that it was well done. I mean, rom coms are inherently cheesy. They just are. I mean, so there's going to be aspects that just border on cringe. Um, but I thought that the dialogue was smart. Um, there was a really great line that I that I liked in it. It was um, really stuck with me. It was. Uh, confidence is just realizing that you're the only person that you can rely on uh i thought that was really yeah that really stuck out to me about the whole thing but um i just thought it was sort of a you know realistic representation of a lot of gay interactions and the main issues that play gay men over time and i think i just had a front row seat because of shame on you to a lot of trauma and things that people don't really get over and there's this interesting part where the boyfriend is asking him to essentially stop being himself because he's meeting the parents. Uh, so he phrases it as tone it down. Um, and that's one of the things that gay people are always encouraged is to sort of assimilate better in culture and become like, they call them like pet homosexuals. So it's like, 
if you act a certain way and you camouflage better, you'll be more accepted in society rather than people just accepting you as you are. And there's an interaction with the parents over dinner where she's essentially saying, or he's saying to his boyfriend, the main character, can you tone it down um, to make the parents feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. So a lot of those themes are, are present in it. I, I honestly, I, I was expecting to not like it because I tried to watch this, this gay series called uncoupled, uh, where the writing was just like a solid B minus. Mm. And I thought the writing of this movie was great. And I also thought that it, it, it was woke at parts, but it wasn't overly preachy. Mm. Uh, I just feel like a lot of the other contents just so sanctimonious is it doesn't really, it's not really receptive to the fact that people's ideologies are on a spectrum and people approaching different ways. So I thought it was, I thought it was good. But one of the parts that the reason why I was talking about this is that, um, my friends reminded me because we saw it at Young and Dundas and my friends reminded me of the days where you, we used to work out at this place called Extreme Fitness. It was right inside the uh, Young and Dundas Center. And, it, and essentially at one point, because it was probably eight blocks from the gay village, mm -hmm. it just became sort of eventually it just became a gay club. And the chicks would go there that I knew they would love they loved it because they got to go to the gym with no makeup on. Because oh, yeah. it just ended up being all gay guys at one point. So they didn't have to worry about primping yeah. to look cute on the elliptical if there's some hot dude. Because the most part, it was just like a, it was a bunch of gay dudes just hitting on each other. Yeah. And uh, my friends reminded me that <laughs> because gay men cannot control their urges for many reasons, um, the change room eventually started becoming where everyone started to hook up. And what would happen, no. <laughs> what would happen is, is like, <laughs> so there was a bunch of showers in a row. Yeah. And at the front of the shower, there was a little little space, probably like 18 inches, I would say, uh, where people where you could reach your hand in yeah. and go to the other side. So I guess people were jerking each other off or um, people would just <laughs> go in their shower beside a person and then close the curtains. And then at some point we're like shimmying <laughs> between... You know that movie Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones where she's going over the lasers? Yeah. Like they're just sort of shimmying <laughs> between trying to get real thin. You have to be pretty lean to do yeah, it. Yeah. And then going into one and hooking up. So it became such a problem because I think probably the residual straight men were complaining to management to say like, hey, like I, I can't even take a shower or shave my face without some guy blowing another guy or something. <laughs> so they... So they posted a sign in the oh, change no. room. I, it was very like corporate speak, but it was essentially <laughs> like, please, boys, like, get it Don't out it of down. here. Like, this isn't, down, a, this isn't a bathhouse, let's say. So oh then God. they installed, then because the gays are like incorrigible, they installed actual partitions to fill in that hole. No. So that gays wouldn't slither through so then everyone started getting, all the gays are like where, where am i supposed to get fucked now like, you know, just like they couldn't cope like i don't gotta come here i don't come here to get biceps you know <laughs> so they closed and my friend and i were laughing we were, you know there's then yeah. the signs and the closing and everyone's like my friends and i are like oh these gays so, you know because like, so then people started hooking up in the steam room so then that became another thing and then i guess they couldn't control it like there were just the complaints were probably there's just a barrage of complaints yeah. coming in. So I didn't know this, but Saeed told me this and I almost fell over laughing that the, what they had to do was hire people uh, as under <laughs> undercover, like sting operations to bust people. 
What? To the make f- them persona non grata and just take their memberships away. What so the, the gays still wouldn't stop. So they hired people. I don't have the total details, but my friend told me that the management hired people to essentially come in and pretend like in the same way that a cop like goes like, anybody want any drugs? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like dick narcs, essentially. <laughs> they hired dick narcs. Probably. I don't even know. I didn't even know. if the, I said to my friend, I was like, I don't even know if the guys were gay or straight. <laughs> like there was a probably a posting because you put that shit on monster.com, right? Yeah. There's probably was a posting on Craigslist. Yeah. I don't even know how the customer service experience manager or something like that. And couldn't really use that text. So probably just said, we need security. Yeah. We need security for the change rooms. Yeah. <laughs> so some poor person, I guess probably didn't hire some lesbian for the women's change room because no. women are you know, dignified to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> so they hired these undercover people. <laughs> Again, I don't even know if they were gay or straight, but they hired these men to come in and just do, 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 just kind of pretend they were members. Yeah. I guess there were, I mean, they probably had certain parameters that they had to follow. Like, please make sure you spend 15 minutes walking through this area. Cause you can't just be in the change room for hours. People right. will think you're creepy. Right. But I guess under, and then they would bust people and yeah, then report no. them. Yeah. So I don't know if they had to, how far they had to go. Like, was it just eyes only? Like you see two guys hooking up, you tell management and they deal with it. Or were they, I said to Saeed, I was like, were they actually like, undercover like they had to solicit to a degree yeah yeah, yeah. i don't even think legally you can do that i don't think that some poor dudes just wanting to get like some you know, go in the steam room you know kind of rub their leg a little bit yeah. and some guy just kind of is like oh yeah and something going on and then all of a sudden it's like your membership's been revoked <laughs> from extreme fitness Boy caught lacking, bro. I said, "What about therapy, boys? Can we try therapy? <laughs> like, just take it, just take it out of the." And my only intimate experience with this exact gym yeah. was that one time this guy followed me in to uh, one of the showers, and I was beside. And I was, actually wasn't even that interested. I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. And I'm showering, and he ends up going beside me because they were all open. And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And then at some point. I wasn't really paying attention, but I saw this weird reflection in the towel and I was like, oh, he's masturbating. So I'm just like trying to, you know, shower, do my hair. I was like, I got to get out. Of, like, I got to get out of here. Like, this is just creepy. Yeah. And uh, it's probably one of the stings. He really got in. <laughs> he really got in. The manager's like, just get in there. Start just absolutely like rubbing it out hard aggressive. It's entrapment. This is entrapment. What if I felt it? And just rub it out. And so the guy's rubbing it out really hard. And I'm going like, oh, God. And I'm trying to get out. And then at some point I just heard like a noise. Like a, uh. Yeah. And then. That's when you saw it. Something the hit the front wall like tile. Oh, shit. And I was. Yeah. That was my only experience. And then my friends have other stories. And Did you might go have participated. and clean the wall with your tongue? Ew. <laughs> Cut that out. For real. <laughs> you, would not, you would not survive at like a corporate environment. <laughs> like you're like a fucking animal. I know how to turn it off and on really well. Like, you know when your friends do? Do your friends ever do their work voice? Have you ever heard your friend's work voice? Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. very uncomfortable because you know your friend to, like, you've you've seen that. They've told you stories of, like, if it's a woman, like, getting an abortion. Yeah. 
yeah. Or man, like, you know, threesomes, foursomes. You just yeah. know them in a certain way, like yeah. an authentic way, a raw way, let's yeah. say. And, uh, but then when they have to do their work calls, everyone does this voice. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. hear my friends do it, and I always laugh. Because some people <laughs> do it on their phone, but it's like this, yeah. like, okay, let me. It's like very, like, that's great. Oh, you have a work voice, too? I do, too. No, I don't you think so. Too? I don't think I do. Listen, do. I I can't talk like I do on here. Yeah. But I've heard my friends say, oh, and then then they have to do this like awkward thing. Like my friend says now they have to go around the Zoom call yeah. in this country. First, they do their pronouns and then they all have to say what indigenous people mean to them. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. And it's like, if you have a prepared an answer for that, like you don't really you don't really know. No, like no. I love the cigarettes they make, like the fake, the fake <laughs> cigarettes they make. Like that's basically like most people's intimate knowledge with it. But anyways, you can do you do the voice, like. Yeah. And I was trying to do my friend. I was trying to imitate my friend doing it, and it's like a, okay. So say it's like normally he'd be. Let's say it's like Paulo, like he's just like, oh hi hi yeah yeah it's Paulo how how you doing that's great he goes that's great we'll we'll circle back on that. You know those lines. Let's unpack that. There's all those corporate lines. Oh yeah. Let's circle. Let's. The other one is flesh it out. Flesh it. What is? Let's the, flesh it out. Is like figure out the idea. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of. Oh. Is, wow. Oh, we'll flesh it out. <laughs> he's like, yes, yes, yes. We'll we'll flesh that out onto. And then the second the the phone call ends, it's like he's talking about like ball <laughs> balls or or something. And, and that's what I always like couldn't stand about the corporate environment is that you would go in. <laughs> On Monday, and you have to do the pleasantries, and you have to do the oh, whole yeah. like, "How was your Small weekend?" They tell you about their kid. You don't really care. Like it goes on <laughs> and on. And then I told my friend that everyone also does besides the Zoom Zoom voice. They do uh, a mirror face. A mirror face. Everyone does a mirror face. They go by a mirror and they create a face in the mirror that they think they look at. So, like for example. If I hold a mirror up to you right now, you're going to pose a certain way. I will, yeah. Most people will purse their lips because it slims the face out. They put their face like this. They kind of will lift their eyebrows, make their mm -hmm. eyes look a little bit bigger. Yes, kind of right. eyebrows go up. Mm -hmm. And the best thing to do is follow your friend to a mirror and watch them pose in the mirror because they contort their face in a way that they think it looks like for the world. Like for me, I Squint lift my eyebrows. I kind of like yeah. bring my face in a bit. But like for the most part, like that's you're like posing in the ideal face that you would like at that moment. But yeah, it's yeah. not the face that it's most usual. people see yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. But everyone does it. I used to have this friend in high school. Like he would look in the mirror, and then he was his eyebrows would like really go up, and he would kind of go, he'd kind of tilt his face down a little bit and like move his jaw forward. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what you think everyone sees you at. Watch, pretend there's like a mirror right here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I so do, you yeah, lifted yeah. your eyebrows. Yeah. You've kind of like Squint furrowed your, eyes, your brow, yeah. and then you you always tilt forward, and. Chicks always like, you know, when they do the why chicks do the duck lips is yeah. because it's going to slim your inner face here. Because yes. in Hollywood, what they do is this thing called buccal fat removal. And it's a really popular surgery like Margot Robbie's had it, Chrissy Teigen. And it's essentially to create that model like look, because mm. even if you lose a lot of weight, some people still hold fat here. So what they'll do is they'll go in, remove a little packet of fat, essentially cut your cheek open, pull it, stitch it up. And it's a very popular surgery. But what why girls do the duck lips is when you do you pull your lips forward, it's going to slim it out. Mm. So that's why they pose looking down and kind of like do that. 
that look right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's that's basically the reason for it. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. But ever, you're gonna do it now. Like I'll, I'll walk, I'll walk with you after the show. Be like, look in the Always. mirror like you would normally look. Yeah, you're gonna tell again, chin down. It's all. It's usually like slimming, kind of like mimicking a model, like the cheekbones, the slim face, the pursed lips. It's but also, you want to look at yourself and look the best, right? Like if you don't look the best, even in that one. I know, second, but how crazy would it be if you were on a date holding that face in static mode? Oh, that's like a very super Chad face. Have you seen Chad face? Yeah, Chad. But girls also. My sister used to do this face when she was talking to someone. Her eyes would go bigger. Yeah. She should be like, Oh yeah. That little like. <laughs> but usually chicks do it when they're talking like yeah. a cute guy. You'll see the girl. Mm, mm. Yeah. It's that helpless damsel in distress kind of look. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Women oh. do that look. It's the, it's Lord. probably like some for some of them. It's more of their uh, mirror face. <laughs> anyway, so um, we tried to talk to this guy in Italy. His name is Doctor Tozzi. Very good looking plastic surgeon in Italy, and he's been in the press cycle for creating a designer vagina, which I guess was when women have too much lip. They, I couldn't really understand if he was saying that it was the outside lip or the inside outside, lip. Outside. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was an inside lip. <laughs> so, so Doctor Tozy came on. The connection was a little off, and we were getting a bit of an echo. And also, uh, you know, the translation wasn't really there. So we cut it down a little bit for you. It was a little bit shorter. I wanted to play a little more with him. If his English was better, I could have done a better job of just kind of joking around. But um, we did get kind of some of the basics around it. The surgery is $1,400 U.S. Um, it takes about an hour to do. Uh, I don't know. He said largely that it's young women doing it. And, you know, what it says in the article, which you didn't really get to, is that I guess now that women's pants are getting tighter because a lot of girls are wearing these yoga pants, mm. that their vagina camel toe is really sticking out because I guess it kind of like really goes up there. And so the yoga pants and the Lululemon pants has essentially brought out this need for this labioplast labioplasty. So um, he is the designer vagina man. He was featured in the New York Post. So we reached out to him to come on the show and did a quick little interview with him. Um, I think it said in the article he does about 100 of these a year. So um, there's definitely demand for it. And it's it seems to be more, from what I read online, more younger girls yeah, a lot are going of for it. So... I actually don't mind the lips at all. Like even the. I don't think most men do. That's kind of what he said. Yeah, but girls find it like super weird. Like, why do I have this? It's like guys start cutting their like penises or something. I think it's because it's like the instrument to them having a baby or something. Like it's very, it's genitals are like very personal. Like, but I don't think a man really cares. Like it's like a lot of these things we stress about are insecurities and like at the end of the day no one either notices them or really cares that much unless you have something really evident like a really hooked nose or like a totally recessed chin then people will notice them yeah that's the one where you tell your friends you're getting the surgery done they don't go like you don't need it they just kind of like go like (laughs) oh "Oh, good good good." like Nice. Because if you have like C tits and you want to go get D's or something, your friends are like, hey, like your tits are fine. But at that point, if you had like a crazy whack nose, they're all in their head thinking like, finally. (laughs) (laughs) I've been looking at Toucan Sam for five years. (laughs) 
Anywho, um, so that's coming up on the show. And then we have a couple other guests that we're working on for the show. So if you have any ideas, unmentionablepodcast at gmail.com. We did get one today of a naked skydiver from oh, yeah. a former guest of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so reach out if you want to do that. If you have a couple minutes, go on iTunes, rate the show five stars, or on Spotify. You can also rate it five stars. And as well, if you'd like to access the full archives of this show, we've done over 100 episodes. There's probably 40% of those are permanently locked. You can go to patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast, or if you're a Spotify user, you can go to the top and you can unlock, uh, hit hit the lock button beside those locked episodes. It'll give you instructions on how to unlock. If you want to do it on Apple Player, go to the top, become a premium member. Uh, you can do it on Apple Pay and it will unlock those 40 plus episodes of the show, approximately 50 hours of content. Good for road trips. That's it. That's all. Enjoy the interview. We're here with uh, Dr. Tozi in Italy, the creator of the designer vagina. How are you, sir? Yes, I'm okay. Thank you. You're okay. What, why are all these women coming to you? Is it something that's increased over the past couple of years or why are so many women looking to get their vagina fixed? (laughs) But um, usually they are uh, um, girls that uh, they are very shy uh, and uh, they have they have this problem and uh, uh, they leave the sexual activity in a, in a strange way without light. Uh, so uh, it's very complicated for her uh, to make sex with the uh, with company. Uh, so uh, usually the, there are younger, young people, uh, younger that, um, uh, that want to make this, uh, this surgery. So what are they self-conscious? Is it that the lips are too big or? What makes a yes when they when they are so or uh, there is a symmetry or when uh, uh, it's very big, right? They what are about, very big. So they want basically. I'm 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 a stranger to vagina, but um, it, they want to basically remove some of the outside lip or the inside lip. Yes, yes, outside, the outside, outside lip. Okay, how do you do the surgery? You, are you just How? cutting basically, or you're freezing and cutting? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I need uh, I need before uh, local anesthesia and a uh, little sedation for the patient. Right. Because usually they are very nervous, so there is there is pain. So I need uh, uh, local anesthesia and sedation. After that, I have to design the the, the shape uh, of the of the lips. Right. Uh, so I decided. I decided to do the patient. Uh, I show before, during the visit. I show uh, the possibility of the of the results. So uh, there are the models, for example, that they want to remove everything for the for the swimwear or other things for the photographer. So they need uh, to have uh, a shape that is very minimal yes uh, in other case in other case where, where um, there are not models or other, other is not for work for example they just want something normal right with so, a normal shape right not too small but not big why do you think that. the women uh why do you think they come to you for the right vagina have you just built up a reputation as like the the, the, the vagina guy the vagine guy for 
it's like Regina designer, but uh, it's uh, only on the lips. Right. So I design the small lips, or um, when the, the, there are all the patients, I improve the external lips too. So how old, <laughs> how old are these women uh, on average? What is the average age of a woman that's doing this? Usually 18, 18, 25. Oh, wow. Or uh, 50 more. Wow. So... Uh, are they watching porn <laughs> or like, are they, are they hearing from men? Like, why are they insecure about their vaginas? Like, do men say things to them? Like, is that a Ruben sandwich? Uh, it's, not, it's not a problem for the, for the men, uh, for their men. No, it's not a problem. For, but uh, uh, they are not uh, good with uh, herself. So they want to, to make this, uh, uh, they are very motivated. How about this? Motivated. When when they do it, right? Uh, what do they usually? Usually, go no, go ahead. Uh, usually, for example, for when when we make a new new surgery, uh, the patient go to one surgeon, then uh, go to another surgeon, and uh, uh, he, there is a, a lot of of um, uh, surgeon that make this so. Uh, and they are very confused. But when they want to make uh, uh, this surgery about vagina, they are they come, go visit, and I want to do now. I will, uh, they they want to be the result very fast. Sure. What do you do with the extra skin? Do you throw it on the barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> you got that one. <laughs> If you want, okay, I can send it to you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I was training my dog, I'd just maybe toss him a piece. Like, dogs will eat anything. <laughs> it's it's funny that it's funny that you said though that the the men don't. I agree with you. The men don't care. Men don't really care. Yeah. They're just happy to have sex. But women care. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. But how come how come now there's more women is, is my question. Why are more women want it now than t- 20 years ago? Because the concept is different. The concept of aesthetic surgery is different. So uh, it, it is usual. Uh, for example, uh, in a day I can do 20 lips. Right. But ten, 10 years ago, it was uh, five, six. Uh, you got to be careful. You got to be careful how you say lips, because when you say you do lips, you also do. It's not the only lips on the face. Okay, just because it's also ass lips. Yeah, there's everything. Um, now, do any of the husbands then, after you do the surgery, do they say thank you so much? You've changed our sex life. Uh, yes, they are very. Some sometimes they cry. Uh, for for darkness, <laughs> the husband the husband cries or the woman cries. They both cry. The woman. The woman. The woman oh my god. <laughs> um. What about are are you are you married yourself? Uh. Yes, I am married. Oh, okay. Because I was because I was thinking if you're single, like if you would ever potentially go home with a woman and say like, oh, that's my vagina. Like I made that one. Like you recognized your work. <laughs> You know, because you are an artist. No, I cannot. I cannot. No, you <laughs> but, cannot. But one time, a patient says that that I was the man, the first man 
It was Sunniyatu Hebajila. Wow. Jesus. I mean, I feel like you're, because you're doing so many of these, you're like Picasso, like people would start to recognize your work or, you know, around town sort of thing. Maybe. Yeah. What does your family say when, when they, yeah, well, your your family, they, when they Ah. see you in the newspaper with the vagina surgery. Oh, it it was, uh, (laughs) I don't know how how to describe it. Uh, It was. Strange. <laughs> Strange. Did your mom? Did your mom cry too? Strange. Like the woman? Did your mom cry when she saw it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. I wrote a book about my butthole. We're fine. <laughs> so I saw that it's uh, fourteen hundred dollars. Is that American dollars? Uh, yes. Like American dollars. How long does it take the surgery to do? How many minutes? One hour. One hour. Oh, that's that's not, fast. That's quicker than I would have thought. Yeah. What else are women doing these days? Do hmm? do any of the women uh so you're doing the outside, the lips, but do any of the women say they also want you yes. to work on the inside? A no, full renovation. No, no. no. I don't. I don't. Oh, you no. don't do the inside. No. Only outside. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> well, this has been interesting. So, uh, our listeners, if they want to come see you, do people fly in all over the world to see your art? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we'll send them your way. Mm-hmm. We'll send our listeners. Uh, we'll send our listeners with big fat vaginas your way to you for surgery. Uh, the the, the sides. The sides of the lips. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) There's a, there's a reason I just did that. Shivam told me to say something. How do you end How do you end an interview with a man that just chops up vaginas all day? Doctor Pussy. Doctor Pussy. <laughs> there was a there was, in the interview. He said something like, "But it, it would it wouldn't be possible." And I was like, "Oh, funny." <laughs> well, the New York Post opened the article, which was what I was dying about. <laughs> this vagina designer is a cut above. That's literally the first line in the article. <laughs> They're so great. Um, well, this has been another week of unmentionable podcast. Thank you for listening. See you next Friday.